Yes. PKN, episode 106. Do you want to restart? No, nah, let's go. All right. Yeah. Um, so, Taylor, you were saying you were tearing through Oz. Best show ever? I am really tearing through it. I, I guess it's a six-season show, and these are hour-long episodes, and I've watched... Ooh. I'm on season six now, and I started this show maybe three weeks ago, you a month ago. Can't get enough man-on-man violent rape, huh? I've, I have never seen so much cock in a TV show. I can see like, why you like Game it. Of Thrones looks like, <laughs> it makes Game of Thrones like look like nothing. Like, there was a scene where, you know, in the beginning, like, there's the black guy in the wheelchair who, like, gives the little monologue about kind of the lesson of the episode. And in the background of one of those, it was just every single character in the show walking around the common room in the prison naked. Just, just walking around. They're all men, obviously. So it's not like an eye treat. It's just like, oh Jesus! Like, uh, it, like, thankfully, most of them are shredded, which makes it easier. You know, it's not a bunch of huge, disgusting globules rolling about. You're coming off really gay. No, no. I think oh, everyone a little, on I Earth. I think. Is it gay to say that it's more pleasant to look at a naked person who is in good shape? Probably no. not. Yeah, probably I, I, not. I was waiting for you to, for him to chime in, but but no, that it's absurd. Like, there's nothing gay at all about appreciating a, a, another man's physicality, especially if like he's in good shape. Like, what? Look at every men's fitness magazine. Is it a guy wearing a polo shirt? Is it a doctor who's going to give you some medical advice wearing his like doctor's uh, uh, thing or whatever? No, it's a ripped up guy. Like you can see his cock. You can see his eight pack. You can see all the striations. He's got a pump, and that is what they're they're appealing to the every guy out there. Like, hey, you want to look like this guy? Are you envious of this guy? You want to be like him? You know he's hot, right? I bet you know how much pussy he's getting. Imagine the pussy that he's getting looking like this. Don't you want this? Yeah. Well, and none so, of these guys are getting pussy. No, oh, they're who, getting ass. He's talking These about are the, Oz. the guys in Oz I'm talking about. Like, yeah, but I'm talking about whether it's gay or not to appreciate another man's like. Oh, no, uh, you're, you're body totally beatings. right. And I agree with you. Yeah, it's not gay to see. Like, if anything, like, the guy. So there's a dude in the show named Chucky Pancamo. He's the leader of the, uh, the wise guys, the um, Italians. Okay. And he, like, I looked him up because you can see on the show that all these guys have the body of, like, like a casting person was like, yeah, you're a really big, muscular black guy. Can you do an African accent? Perfect. We got you. You're going to be the leader. Uh, you're a really, you know, scary looking white guy, Aryan. Can you be the leader? And he's the one guy that you look at in the show and you're like, that guy actually looks like he, like they went to a prison and they found the Italians <laughs> and they said, we will let you out if you promise not to run away and you star in our show. And the guy was like, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but, but it turns out like, because I noticed in the show, he has uh, a Hell's Angels tattoo under, like, his clothes, which wouldn't make any sense, being the leader of the Sicilians. And he was actually the leader and founder of the Hell's Angels New York City chapter. And he was, like, their guy for, like, 15 years until he quit. He was in the Hell's Angels during the recording of this whole show, which is crazy to think that, like, this, that's the only guy who actually had real experience in criminality. I assume. I assume it wasn't all Make-A-Wish Foundation visits. <laughs> but, um, yeah. When I see that guy, it's not Ugh. even like, man, it is more of a look like, god damn, like, I wish I looked like that dude. Like, he is so gigantic that it is clear. Are we still talking steroids. about his penis? 
about his uh, musculature. He's the uh, kind of guy that, like, when he puts his arm up on one of the beds, you see, What's like, his name? Chucky Pancamo, P-A-N-C-A-M-O, I think. Pancamo! 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 But uh, <laughs> he, when he lifts his arm up, like, you see the, his trap right here. It's like someone hid an apple under his skin. Like, it is just so solid that, like, that's not what people look like without aid. But, like, that's the kind of body where you're like, God, I wish I had that without all the heart failure he's going to have in a couple of years. Um, uh, I'm starting my workout program this week. It's, 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 it's just a matter of, like, pulling the trigger on the first day. But it has to come soon. Like, and, and it's, it's, it might not be tomorrow, but it will be the next day if it's not, like, and, and it will begin, and there will be no more sugar for, like, two months or something like that, and a couple hours a day workouts. It's, I, I don't want to do it, but I've been putting it off and putting it off, and, and this was the week it has to start, so it's coming. I really don't want to have to do it either, but, like, do you ever look at, like, pictures of yourself from, like, a few years ago? when you were in better shape or like I, I didn't track your oh yeah i've got a whole like tracking yeah, system like... i've got like real fat versions of me you don't need to go into specific versions or anything right now um but there are fat versions of me and then there are just awful looking versions and they're really good versions and like i know what it takes to get to the i, I feel like i was in decent shape when we did paintball uh, in your defense year. kyle your hair pure improvement there's been well, thank you, there's been no thank regression. You, yeah, that just I do he, have he went from Justin Bieber to not trying to something else <laughs> to where he not is trying. now. I'm <laughs> glad that you read that as not trying. It's what I wanted it to be read as, but I failed at it terribly. And we don't even need to talk about that time period. I remember what was in my head. It was like, hey, let's just mess it up. Yeah, that's what I do. And it just <laughs> wow, just what a fucking disaster. Blunder years, uh, right there. Blunder years. At twenty five. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people don't you know, most people don't record those moments for the for for, for hundreds of millions to see and to be documented for, for, for all of time. But uh, I have done that for you guys, so 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 no worries there. But um, yeah, I thought I was in pretty good shape at the last paintball thing because I remember being able to run all day, and the first day I was barely even tired. I didn't get tired until the second day, so I need to get back into that kind of shape. And I just feel better when I'm in that kind of shape. I I, I sleep better at night if I'm working out. And uh, I don't know. I take healthier shits. You know, everything. Oh my bad. god, that is so underrated. Is being regular and consistent with your shits because, like, I don't know how. Like, on the list of things that you hate in life, I think that most people have having to poop but nowhere to poop nearby uh, way lower than I do. I have it. That's like honestly number one concern for me in a lot of at least top three is like if I get out. I went to the store last night with Melissa, just ran out at like 9.30 because I wanted to grab something I hadn't eaten all day. And so I just went to the store, got something. And as I was walking around, I just felt that like, and I knew that it was at least the prior day's food since nothing had been consumed. Like I should have been keeping track of it, but I hadn't. And I just, I didn't want to shit at a grocery store. And I just had to like muscle it down and like stiff leg it into my car drive home and then like basically barely help her carry the groceries in and just run upstairs and take sh I, I hate the feeling of having to take a shit and not having one nearby it really really sincerely stresses me out more than it I, should I can handle it pretty well up into the point where I start feeling like sweaty and like I've I've like I've like, like yeah well it, it's 
All right, so like you like clench your asshole and like and like uh, fight. Your body is like doing this involuntary muscle uh, muscle thing. It's like let's get this shit out of you, dummy. You don't know the shit that needs to come out. It's trying to like make you shit yourself. Your body is attempting to make yeah. you shit yourself, and you have to uh, you know with voluntary muscle control stop the shitting. So you're you're clenching your asshole, you're pin, you're like squeezing your butt cheeks together. I've seen like I've seen people like put their hand back there like they're gonna cork, like they're gonna cork it off or something like that. But you know you force it back and then that muscle like relaxes and it's almost like a plunger that was like, <laughs> but you never like lost the suction. You just went back and it just forces it all like I imagine it going <laughs> like way <laughs> up inside of you, and like you can do that like three times. Until it's like crisis overload mode, and it's that's like the true. reactor it's a three can't... strikes thing again. Three strikes applies to so many things in life, and that's one. You you can squeeze that shit in once, and you hear the gurgle. You know you got two more at best. You do it yeah. three times, you can't risk it again. You don't want to get an impacted colon or something. You have to release. So it's like a timer of when you have to do that. You have to pull the first card out. Oh, it's horrible. It's yeah, horrible. But... But 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 the difference between an unhealthy Kyle shit and a healthy Kyle shit is like night and day. Like if aliens came and you showed them both substances on just a silver platter, they would think that one of them was alive, maybe like, like formerly a creature, and the other one it looks like a chemical spill. It's just it's a chemical spill. Like like if you're if I'm eating right and I'm getting enough fiber, like like I'm just laying some loafs, some nice healthy turds. And there's not a lot of mess. There's not. Yeah. It's not a real like. It, there's not like big wads <laughs> of toilet paper. Like yeah. you know, like you know when it's gonna be rough. Like you don't even bother with these little bitty rolls. You're like, all right, let's get started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like when you get a roll of duct tape and it's a big job. You know, you're like, <laughs> like pull off a big strip. Like you're like that. No, but it, it, with a healthy shit, it's barely anything there. It's almost nothing. You sometimes you wipe and there's nothing there. But I'm telling you, when it's an unhealthy one, it's mostly liquid. It's mostly liquid. It, it, it can't be good for you. It's got, I'm, I've got no, it's to... just liquid. You know, like what I compare it to or how I think of it is like, you know when you go to the zoo and you just see like piles of neat animal shit? The way animal shit? It's like they're eating what they're supposed to be eating. It's... Like even if it's a giant animal, it's like an it's... elephant or something. And it, it it's just elephant shit. Like it drops out and you see it's mostly grass. And you're like, that's what that thing eats. It was obviously, it didn't get into the White Castle overnight. But... <laughs> You know, if, if we kept humans caged up like that, I bet they would have very consistently healthy shits because we'd feed them what they were supposed to be fed. But us, we got too much autonomy on the outside, you know, just eating whatever we want, having disastrous shits all the time. If aliens ever came and they abducted me to get a quick shit sample and it was on a bad day, <laughs> they would abandon the entire venture. They'd try and find a new planet. We pulled one of them up. We checked his shit. It was just horrific. We're not going back. Earth sucks anyway. We're going to find another one. But it, I, I, I can't. It stresses me out so much to not have a place to shit when I have to shit because I when I have to shit, it's all that I can think about, and if it's all you can think about, you just dwell on it, you know. And you're like, God, this is another moment that I can't take a shit because this is a bullshit existence, and I hate myself, and I shouldn't have had that box of cheese its last night. Why can't you ration out your cheese its Taylor? Why can't you just ration them out? Like, <laughs> anyway, it's so upsetting when you eat the whole box. You wake up the next day. And you look over in the nightstand or whatever, and that box of Cheez-Its or Goldfish or whatever is there, and you notice that it's not closed, and you're like, you have this quick like moment of, of like am, of like Goldfish amnesia, and then you're like, ate them all. Yeah, I ate every fucking one. <laughs> I like ate every fucking one. Like, 
where I walk out and like I leave the box of Cheez Its near where I'm sitting, watching TV, and like just like a booze hound, where I'm like, I only like drank half that bottle, and I go out and it's empty and broken on the floor. I walk out and I'm like, oh, I got enough for another snack. No, you don't. You ate the whole thing last night. This is the family size. You're not a family. You're one man in one sitting. <laughs> you can't be doing these things. It says so on the box. Um, I do that with uh, I I do that with those Ben and Jerry's pints of ice cream. And it, it, there's nothing worse to do it with. You know, I think they're 800 calories, maybe 1,200 calories. It's a pint of super bad for you ice cream. But that's like a serving. It's like a serving. I, I can't help it's it. And I, 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 never put, I never put it away. I, 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 first of all, I get, I get like some paper towels to wrap around it because otherwise my hand gets frostbitten. From, <laughs> from, holding from, holding it, it so from holding it so long. And so I'll sit there and eat an entire pint of uh, cherry. Last night it was Cherry Garcia, the whole pint. I'd never had Cherry Garcia before. I didn't realize that it, had, that, that it was so good. I, it seemed like a lame one to me. I usually get like Tonight Dough or, or something like that or Red Velvet Cake. I ate the whole thing of Cherry Garcia. The night before that, I ate the whole Jimmy Fallon ice cream, whatever that is, the Tonight Dough, whichever one comes with the... Fucking peanut butter cookie dough and regular cookie dough and fudge swirl and two kinds of ice cream. Like, I'm not putting that down. It's quite possible that I eat better than both of you, and I'm obviously fatter than both of you. And that is, uh, dude, it's not easy to be over forty. Like, I, I, it, I fear so much. Like, 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 it, I, I, I feel like my metabolism is not as good as it used to be for sure. Because like right now, I don't feel good because I've been mm-hmm. eating like shit for like six months or something like that. That's why I've got talking about working out. Um, but I, I weighed myself yesterday and I'm still, I'm 187 mm-hmm. and like, that's like five pounds overweight. Yeah. I usually stay at like 182 yeah. when I'm feeling and, good. And then when you want it back, it just springs right back. You're like, Oh, five oh, pounds I overweight. I should lose oh, five I, pounds this week. And I'm going to document this shit just to see. Cause, cause I never actually like really documented. I just kind of make a mental note like, all right, started on Monday the fourth. And then, you know, six weeks later, I'm like, ah, six weeks and you know, eight pounds different or whatever it happens to be. This time I'm going to really take note of what's going on to see how much weight I lose in, uh, in what amount of time. Because I think I can lose two pounds a day. Well, you That's can't do that. Uh, Why not? Unless it's a lot of water weight because your body just doesn't. Sure, there'll like be a lot of water weight. Yeah, I'll definitely. Oh, in that case. Oh, speaking of that, let, let's get off this stupid shit because we've d- done it before. You want to talk about UFC a little bit? Sure. Oh, man. That, yeah. So. So uh, I, I bought. I forgot that it was happening, and uh, when I when I bought the pay per view, I, I uh, it was right before the Rumble fight started. I went back and watched the other three fights, so you know I feel like I got the value. Who gives a shit about mm-hmm. the three previous fights? The three previous fights were good, though. I liked them, um, but the the Rumble fight, um, we're we're sitting there on the couch about to watch this thing, and uh, she gets up to go to the bathroom, and I'm and I'm like, whoa, 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 this shit's about to start. This is the UFC. And I'm like, I'm like, sit down. 13 seconds in, and that man's tooth is flying through the air, and he is unconscious after a double hammer fist to the chin while he was already unconscious, and he's trying to grapple with the ref. I'm like, you see, that's why you don't leave the room. <laughs> Dude, so I think it's a tooth, too, and I've heard other people say it was a tooth. I know Richard Ryan tweeted it. Do we have confirmation that man lost his tooth? I don't see any post-fight smiles or anything. So my thought on it was – so I watched it repeatedly in slow motion. Um, Joe Rogan said he, that he didn't know, and, mm-hmm. but he, he, he commented that he'd been getting lots of texts as he's sitting ringside. Was that a tooth? 
just the way it was spinning and the weight of it and the color of it and the way it fell, I wanted to see it bounce because I, I feel like that would have been telling, but I can't find a camera angle where it bounces. I'm like 90% sure that was a tooth. I said what it as soon it as I... It could it be could mucus. Be a, that's, what, that's my theory on oh, what it actually not, is. It, it's spinning. It's, it, it's something like a... It's spinning. Mm. Um, I Just don't know. A, I was watching that I, thing on a 54-inch plasma. I was like eight inches away. Although you watch on a fucking... You've got a not badass this time, TV. Though. Yeah, not oh. this time. Yeah, I, I, I watched... So what happened was I got in late. I was, I was flying that day, and I got in. I think I just missed like the Glover fight, but maybe caught the um, replay or something like that. And since it was... What was it? 13 seconds. The replay really did the trick. But um, uh, to me, I was like... I, I thought it, sometimes it's like snot or spit gets knocked when a guy gets hit like that. And it can make you think it's a tooth. I've seen that. But it might have been a tooth. I'm not saying it's not. I just, usually when that happens, like, there's all the smiles and it's all over Twitter and it's, you know, trending on Reddit and shit like that. And I just haven't seen it. So I don't remember yeah. the clip, but I remember there's, if you lose a tooth, there's generally a lot of blood. Like, I, it, was there not a if it breaks of... off. That's true, and actually. Oh, yeah. You lose yeah, part of a tooth. Yeah. And you know, the weird the thing, of course, is that he's got a mouth guard in. So, and, and mm -hmm. how does. It, I, what I'm here's what I'm picturing in my head because it was this uppercut that was kind of sweeping across. Maybe his jaw did one of those where the chin and bottom jaw go to the left, and then that motion, like bringing the bottom jaw away from the top jaw in the guard, like maybe like broke a tooth off, like snapped a tooth off. That's what happen. I'm. That's the only thing that I can imagine that makes sense with physics, you know, because it's not like you like a regular uppercut, like the teeth are just going to explode like in a cartoon and like come flying out of his mouth like shrapnel. Like that, that shit doesn't happen. Although he hit that motherfucker so goddamn hard. That guy is never going to be the same. I don't care what you say. Like it, I, I know he probably wasn't like composing beautiful music yesterday or anything, but <laughs> if he were... I guarantee that shit is not going to sound the same. Yeah, he's back, this back to hot cross buns on the. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. He forgot the end. You see, he forgot the end. <laughs> he couldn't remember like, doing like on the piano that thing with your knuckles, where you're like. <laughs> I never, I didn't know that one. My uh, my cousin always got really fancy schmancy uh, piano lessons, so I, I felt like a real mongoloid going over there and doing anything to that instrument of hers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like she would walk up to it, this this girl who's like four years younger than me, and make beautiful music. I, I, I she she got weekly let biweekly lessons for le since she was a tiny child. I think her scholarship may have involved her piano playing abilities. Like, she does concerts. It's absurd. And so, like, the piano's sitting there, and I certainly wasn't going to go over there and do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or anything because she would come right back in there with some Bach or something, and just the whole house is filled with this beautiful music that she's making. And they're like, you don't... Glorious, you don't... and you don't want to compete. It was the same way when I took piano, but I, I knew more than just, like, Twinkle Twinkle when my parents made me do it. But my mom would do that thing, like, when I was little, like, bust me out at parties when like they're all clearly a little tipsy and she'd be like all right taylor show everybody how you can play piano and it'd be like all right everybody well rudolph the red rose name reindeer huh rudolph the red rose reindeer in may it's either that or nothing you know <laughs> like, i can't tell you how many times in front of my parents it was like taylor play the piano all right who's okay with rudolph the red nose reindeer <laughs> oh my god 
I don't remember the names of these chords. I just remember from the two lessons that I took and remembered <laughs> how to play Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Dude, we didn't talk about the uh, McGregor fight. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, guessing let's, right let's... with rounds. What'd you say? I got the round guessing right from McGregor. The people I was watching with weren't sure whether uh -huh. or not Diaz was going to win, but I, I was like, ah, I don't know a ton about this, but it seems like he won the first, the second, and... Now I'm trying to forget. It was it was the fourth, right? You're right. Actually, that's exactly right. First, second, and fourth. Yeah, those are the ones I thought. Because Diaz really beat the shit out of him in the third round. Mm-hmm. Bad. I, I thought that was a good fight. I uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I really would have liked to have seen a finish. Um, I think we all would have. But still, like it was so good. The first two rounds, uh, I think anybody who's a McGregor uh, fan, and, and you don't have to be a McGregor fan, to want him to win so that you get the trilogy and then both men's careers can can rise. It, like I said last week, mm -hmm. if, if if Nate won that fight, then it, it's 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 not it's, it's somehow bad for, bad for everyone and bad, bad for the for sport. Everyone. The sport loses some greatness that it would have. Like there's a Muhammad Ali in the sport right now, and it's Conor McGregor. If yeah. Conor McGregor doesn't get that trilogy with Nate Diaz, then he's not Muhammad Ali anymore. And, and, that's and the what, thing about it now is, I feel like Connor Connor could lose the next one, and it's not as damaging to him mm -hmm. as as losing two in a row. It's n nowhere near, um, especially and, as you can kind of explain the first one away with how quick the fights were taken and training I, caps or whatever. I was really excited. To say, I love the fight. The fight was amazing. Like you, I wish there was a finish, but I I finished that fight liking both fighters more than before. I didn't know Connor had that kind of heart. Connor kept winning all these fights, first round, second round knockouts, never really testing test like getting tested he'd fight a lot i love that connor was fighting i want to get my numbers wrong but like three maybe even four times in a year and that can happen when you win fights in like 13 seconds and don't take any damage here's a fight my hands a little sore it but was otherwise brutal it was grueling like this is like a, a nearly a, a mcdonald lawler type drag out awful like just there were times in I there was, I, would, I, I would have quit six times during that fight. It was just like, you know what? Change my mind. I'm not really mad at you. you know, I'm done. <laughs> Nate Diaz is, the, is like the Terminator. Mm -hmm. Nate Diaz is exactly like the Terminator. His skin's Connor, gone. The first, the, first two rounds, the first two rounds, Connor put so many hard, unchecked leg kicks on Nate's thigh and knee and shin mm -hmm. that I didn't think... I thought that was it. I was like, Nate is getting is going to be crippled by round three, and by round four, Connor is going to like keep making like, come on, come over here and fight. And Nate's going to stumble over there and not be able to plan his weight, and Connor's just going to destroy him. That's how I saw things going. But somehow in round three, it was like someone came over and like hit Nate in the leg with like eight quarter zone shots real quick when nobody was looking. Because he forgot all about the fact that he's crippled and started walking forward no matter what. And Connor would throw a one, two, three combo and it would nail him and blood would fly and he would keep coming. And Connor can't throw those all night. Connor is tired of using this man like a punching bag, the man who outweighs him by quite a bit. He doesn't have quite enough dynamite in that left to take Nate out with, with a straight. He just doesn't. So he keeps throwing these straights into him, all these jabs into his face. His nose is busted. The scar tissue around his eyes is leaking. The blood looks like it's going to blind him by round four, but somehow he keeps coming. Mm -hmm. He's blind. He's crippled, but he keeps that was coming. That so impressive. Those leg and, kicks. And what's more, he wants to go to the ground. Now he wants to get on the ground with Connor, and Connor is fighting off these, these takedown attempts in a way that I didn't think he could. 
better than than, than I've almost than I've ever seen. I don't know much about that, but it looked very impressive that he kept keeps pushing him down. He time must and time have been again. drilling that, you know, again and again. Nate doesn't have great takedowns. He he kind of depends on you to take but him Connor's down. Connor's exhausted. Yeah, and, or he does it against the cage and just kind of like hopes they both fall to the ground. Where Nate is so good, he doesn't even mind being on the bottom that much. He's like, oh, just so long as we're on the ground, I'll take what I can get. And uh, and Connor just. You know, th th there was this guy, Robin something or other, Robin Black maybe, who's doing a, a breakdown for another fight. And every time he looked at the ground, he's like, hot lava, hot lava, don't touch the ground. You know that, that game you play with a kid where you yeah, go yeah. from like couch the to coffee lava. table? The floor is lava. Conor McGregor was playing floor is lava. He wanted nothing to do with it. He'd knock the guy down. And then rather than follow up, he's like, no, you can't fool me. Fuck you. You're on the ground. I can tell. Let's sense, stand though. up. Oh, yeah. It made sense, though, because during those knockdowns, he's crippled. He's crippled. I, I, I still, to, to, even after I've watched the fight twice now from beginning to end, mm -hmm. I still don't know what happened between rounds two and three that somehow made Nate's leg. Do the not end of round anymore. two, Nate came back. So uh, on Twitter, I a I, little. I thought um, Nate won round two. I was wrong. I watched it again. Nate uh, Connor won round two. It's clear. Connor won three and a half minutes of that thing and knocked him down twice. Nate won the last ninety seconds. Nate finished him up, and at the end of it, uh, Goldie. Uh, Goldberg, whatever he uh, he's like, all right, it's tied up one to one. That influenced me heavily because I thought that, like, after hearing that and after watching he the last ninety seconds, he yeah, a minute and a half. Like, it wasn't like just a ten seconds where he got a flurry. No, in. no, yeah. I remember being afraid. I remember being like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, no, 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 because because Connor had his hands here. He had his hands at shoulder level, uh -huh. and he was just kind of like doing this a little bit. And Nate is just throwing, and it's just like your arms need to be eight inches higher. What are you doing? Yeah. And he's moving his head a lot, but there's it's like bullets. It's like in the Matrix when like bullets are whizzing right past the guy's head, and you're like, wow, Neo, if you weren't just a, a little bit uh, slower, you'd be dead right there. And that's how Connor was for like 90 seconds of, of, of yeah. the end of Nate won two. the last 90 seconds so well that I gave the round to him. It's a good thing I'm not a judge because after watching it again, <laughs> like clearly you know, 90 seconds doesn't over, like, overcome three and a half minutes, especially when there's two knockdowns in the round. But uh, he made me forget all about it. The knockdowns he got in that round, I thought could have ended it, but like it wasn't until afterward and I kind of understood more about Diaz and what he does by luring people into the ground that I understood why Connor like shit rocked him and then just let him lay there. And Diaz does that like upside down turtle thing where he kind of just like paws at you. They're up It goes like that. And I really liked McGregor being like, no, you can go ahead and eat shit. I'm going to stand up and wait for you. Uh, you gonna... Oh, oh, wait, where's where's your closest eight friends? I don't see them. Oh, no. Who's going to help you out? Oh, man, 1v1, it's real tough, isn't it? Like... <laughs> That's, uh, dude, so I, I don't – like this Stockton thing is not a show. They really feel like I roll with so many hard niggas. I think I said that right. That, you know, no one can mess with us. And they're throwing water bottles and my team against your team. They live in a fucking fantasy world where that matters, right? You know, and, and Connor, oh, I did. What I love about Connor, if, dude, if Nate Diaz and his friends say they were going to kick my ass, 
I would try and think of something funny or charming. Like I would think, I would consider myself in a lot of hot water because they you would say do it. Do nothing. Yeah, you he's say like, good, do nothing. You'll do nothing. You'll do nothing. He's throwing what? <laughs> Nate's throwing water bottles. Connor's throwing back Monster Energy cans. Fuck you. You know, he's just like, like. How do you think Monster feels about that? They're like, yeah, I bet they love it. Yeah, beat him with one and get it in slow mo. Right. Hit a kid. Hit a kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love. Dude, and I watched a compilation today of Connor telling people, you'll do fucking nothing. You'll do fucking nothing. <laughs> right? He told it to Cody Gambrandt. Gambrandt he told it to, um, uh, of course, uh, Nate Diaz. And um, I'm missing another one. I've forgotten. But, yeah, he just, people are like, fuck you. And he's like, you'll do nothing. What you going to do? You'll do fucking, <laughs> do nothing. fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in every case, they did fucking nothing. You know, it was like, oh, you know, he's Mystic Mac. He they predicts these showed. things. They both showed so much yeah. heart. I uh, I really liked that fight. I I, I still don't understand how Nate. I understand at the stood at the end that that Connor just didn't have a lot of gas left in the tank, mm -hmm. and he's a smaller guy. So yeah, those punches that Connor are throwing just don't have enough power behind them. But for the first whatever nine minutes, eight and a half minutes of that thing, he had plenty of power, and he was hitting him so fucking hard and so accurately, and it looked. The first, the, it looked like that Means fight. Uh, what's the guy? The, there was a fight Same earlier means. in the night. Means picked that guy apart like a fucking science experiment. Oh, I the felt tall, lanky guy. Like uh, Means was a white dude, like like really like normal looking. I don't know how how, how else to say it. But his opponent was making his UFC debut, and yeah, um, and he fucking destroyed that guy. He fucking hurt that guy. It was uh it was a very impressive and accurate showing. And if like to me, this watching him for the first time, I was like, wow, I want to see this guy fight more people. This guy's incredibly accurate and powerful and 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 looks clean. Like his his technique looked really good. Um mm -hmm. it, I felt bad for the guy who's yeah, beating up. Yeah, he was like he was a taller, lankier guy with like not tall and lanky, but tall and lanky compared to his opponent because he was one of those guys who's like in the lower weight class, even though oh, he's yeah, like his the size. I thought it was more that his opponent was this like smaller guy who was just fucking real. He was like short, but like really strong. That, that could have been it. I, it's hard to tell how tall they are when nobody's near them. I like them. seeing I those body to, like, types against one another. When have... Joe Rogan comes in, and sometimes Joe Rogan is like taller than like the fighters, and it's like that is a tiny little man <laughs> right there, and I had no idea. Dude, have so. Nate Diaz. I, I go back and forth with how much I like Nate Diaz. Sometimes I'm like, why does everyone like him? He can't speak very well. He's not entertaining. He did, doesn't win as much. He, he's delusional. And then I saw him fight. Huge fan. By the end of that five rounds, even though he lost, I, I, a ton of respect for just how much heart both of them showed. Since the fight, what the fuck, Nate? Like, he's pretending he won. He's, what did he do? Ah, he tells know. people he won rounds two, three, four, and five. That he smashed it. That the fight was fixed. That you know, the UFC didn't want him to be the champ. That he, he had looks a, like he, he had a bad training camp. Oh, my rib was hurt. My that was hurt. Something else was hurt. As soon as they unwire my mouth, <laughs> I'm going to explain why I lost with this fight. It's all it's just bureaucracy. <laughs> Nurse, please come back. Like, no, no, you got shit rocked. Even. Like, just standing, like, I'm a layman with the sport, but when I see the little, like, close-ups after of the guy kind of sitting there, and they're like, all right, you're good, you're good, and they're putting Vaseline on him. Like, Connor was sitting there looking like, oh, 
oh, like exhausted from having beat another man so hard. He, he beaten a man to the point that he was exhausted. And then you go over to Nate Diaz, and it's like, all right, your left eye, mostly there, buddy, mostly still there. Only a little bit. We're going to pick the rest of that up, get it put back on. Like, it was, it was so apparent. Who's got the eye? Diaz injured far more grievously. I've always thought MMA fans were a little rough on people making excuses, right? They'll come in and they'll be like, yeah, you know what? I fought, didn't have my best fight, broke my arm before the fight, so I was fighting sort of one-armed. Yeah, I think the best version of me might have done better. And I hear that and I think, oh, you know, all right, I'll cut you some slack. But to afterwards, act like they won every fucking fight. And, and he and his brother are just like, image, you know, mirror images of each other. And his brother thinks he beat GSP. Um, he's saying... <laughs> um, Nick, Nate Diaz fought this guy named, I think it was Rick Story, I hope I have that right. The guy that knocked him out with the head kick. And um, names aren't my thing. Anyway, Nate Diaz got the shit kicked out of him, right? And at the end of it, at the end of the fight, he got knocked out. It's Nate Diaz's only knockout. The guy kicked him with his shin so hard that his shin still has a dent in it to this day. Nick Diaz, his brother, threw in the towel, right? But as he was throwing in the towel, the ref was stopping the fight. And Nate still thinks everyone was wrong and that he was about to win because he's a fucking idiot. And, and he can't admit <laughs> that he's ever lost a fight. And he's doing it again with Connor. And Taylor, I, I just Taylor's do right, that. though. Like, like you, you hit the nail and they have the hammer there. They, Connor is fucking exhausted from beating a man. He's been hitting this guy like a – he's like, I normally don't do five rounds with a heavy bag. This is a little unusual for me. My cardio <laughs> isn't to that level. Like I don't do 25 yeah. minutes at a, at, like, in a sprint on a, on a fucking uh, – Even heavy the heavy bag. bags fall off the chain at this point. Yeah, every now <laughs> – eventually they just come off. And it, but but yeah. this guy just keeps getting back up and limping forward. It was impressive. Nate, and I, I will say this. If that fight went just kept going indefinitely, I think Nate wins. I, I, I think probably, it, I, yeah, that might be. I think by round seven, eight, or nine, Nate is like, "Come here!" Like crawling across the <laughs> floor. A couple things floor. though, like, his legs are just stumps behind him. Two things though. One, <laughs> Connor's backing away. Nate has scar tissue on his face, so it's it's he just takes damage a little quicker. Two, that's a silly way to judge a fight. I know you're you're being silly, but like. Connor might have conserved more energy if he knew the fight didn't end in 25 minutes. Like, to, to say, like, oh, if they kept going, Nate would have won. Eh, if, if there was no end, Connor would have conserved his energy. He knew where the end was and timed his energy output appropriately. Oh, I disagree with that. I think he thought the end was round three at the latest. He's never even been to round four. So he I won doubt round he's four. Been, he's never been to round four before, before last night, or before 202. So, like, I doubt he's, like, planning on going to rounds four or five. And, like, it felt like he was out of gas in rounds four and five. Like, remember, he's, like, <laughs> jogging around the ring and, and, and Nate's pointing him out. Like, look at him. Look yeah. at him. Running. He's running. Connor like, had enough. Connor beat Nate in round four and in, in the first championship round, but not the second. He lost round five. Um, I'm just saying, like, there's a if Nate had so much left that he could have won round eight and nine, then he should have spent more effort in the first five rounds. You know. I think that Nate can just keep going. He just seemed like it. It, it just seemed like Nate he is had, impressive that way. I, I hear Nate you. had more cardio than than, than Connor did. It, 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 no matter how, because I mean, they're both exerting themselves to a ridiculous amount the whole time, and in the end, it just seemed like Nate had more left in the tank than Connor did, just based on him running from Nate. 
Um, I, I, I don't blame him. I wasn't, what if it was a different sport? What if it was basketball? And you were like, you know what? If we played for two hours, my team would have beat you. Um, well, it's not basketball, though. That's, that, that's, that's, that's it's very different. Um, football. All yeah, you Taylor. guys would have tuckered out. Taylor, are you saying things? You're quiet. No, your mic's not working at all. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you muted or something. But um, Connor, Connor did a really good job. I thought he was very accurate, um, and, and it's fun to watch someone be accurate. You, you can almost see like arcade-style points popping up as mm-hmm. it's just like boom, 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 boom. And you know he's working those leg kicks so well. And Nate didn't check very many of them. He checked maybe three all night, and Connor must have thrown a dozen, fifteen, something like that. Um, and I, I, I've never been hit with one full yeah. blast. I've been hit by, painful. I've it's been terrible. kicked by like students, and I've certainly, I've definitely held the bag for people who could kick and felt the impact. And I know that's a, a real wind up and give it to them kind of kick, and you're not getting those every time from Connor. But still, those are serious business. Th- those are so like painful. a baseball bat. It's comparable to being hit with a baseball oh, bat. Yeah, a, yeah. a pro fighter's shin and a baseball bat are pretty close. And yeah. and just think about he, how many. You could take. He broke his I foot, didn't understand right? why he didn't no. check those. I talked to one of my friends who's really into MMA, and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just the Diaz brothers. Like, They don't check leg kits. It's kind of like one of their things to show how hardcore they are. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know if that's true or not, but I was just like, what? That's like, man, this is this is Dominic Hasek. He's the best goalie in the NHL. Catch is, this guy doesn't use a stick. <laughs> what? <laughs> why not? No, he, he says, yeah, it would help me be better, but he says, fuck it, man. He's good enough. <laughs> It's like, what, what? why would you not do something that every other fighter's doing? Clearly, you're on the wrong side of history on this one. Check the kicks. <laughs> block it. Because it doesn't help. I liked seeing Nate Diaz, because I don't like his attitude, so I was rooting against him the whole time. But I liked every time Connor just popped him, and he went down hard. And then he, like, obviously was favoring one leg, and he had to do, like, the hop-up thing. Like, he's still Billy Badass. And he hops up, and he's like... Oh, yeah, well, fuck you, man. Like, like <laughs> as he's clearly, like, a little delirious and his leg hurts. It's like, dude, why, why are Very you trying tough, to put though. on this form? Nobody's buying it. <laughs> he's so, he's um, so tough. He's, like, fighting through the pain. I, I, it, it's something that doesn't make any sense to me because I, if I'm Connor, though, then I would lose all hope. I, I, there's no way. Like by round three, four, after just pounding this guy that much and seeing the blood loss and everything, I'd be like, I can't, I can't hit him any harder. Like I gave him my best shots already. Everything from here is a lesser version of me. I'm not. I, I got. What am I gonna do? But you're hitting a lesser the, version of him every time. The Diaz chiseling away. The Diaz know, brothers train with boxers. That's why they're heavy on that front. When you're heavy on your front foot, you can't check the leg very well, and they feel like it makes their hands better. So they and, and their hands are very good, right? I mean, heck, he knocked out effectively uh, Connor last time. It was his hands that, that put Connor on the ground. So so that's that's the scoop. The Diaz brothers train with top like you know number seven, number top top ten guys in the, on the planet in boxing, and they have adopted a boxing style, and it's vulnerable to leg kicks. But maybe it makes I their hands better. There was no post-fight press conference. What the fuck was that about? It was weird. Yeah, no, there was. Um, I watched it, but they all did it separately. Like it was like one by one interviews. Normally they oh. take all the winners. Was it? it was t- it on your pay per view broadcast? Because it wasn't on mine. Just ends. 
Uh, right, it's not on the pay-per-view broadcast. It's on YouTube afterwards. Ah, okay, then that's my problem. Yeah, and um, normally everyone like sits at a table and they interview all the fighters, like the fighters of interest, which is most of the winners and like a couple of the big losers. And this time they all interviewed individually. That's I, lame. I think it I was like too. when they're all. I like when they're all up there because you get to see them all, and it's sometimes it's telling. To see like McGregor and Diaz sitting next to each other, or at least in the same fucking room, so these right. maniacs don't do something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it, it, like like Jesus, the fight's over. You just you got three million, and you got probably one point eight or something ridiculous. Like, let's calm down and do a press conference, you fucking assholes. But <laughs> dude, they, if I um, was Mc, oh, I'm sorry, if I was McGregor, I'd walk around with a five gallon water cooler, even if it's empty. Just bring that shit around, like like to act like, like you're ready you're for battle. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm fucking ready for your whole team this time. <laughs> you know, with a Dude, would, would you be honestly surprised if Diaz's crew started, you know, next time it's at a weigh-in, like six of them ran up with sharpened toothbrushes and started stabbing McGregor? <laughs> like, would it be su- like it would be dreadful? But it, would it be surprising? Because those guys seem like that kind of group. Like they, been- there's no reason for. It, I don't. I don't get the reason why a pro fighter would walk around with a huge crew. Like, if anything, it speaks to not being that confident. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty badass. Just look at all these guys with me to show you how confident I am. It's crazy how they are in a group, right? Because, like, if you hear Jake Shields, as he's part of his crew, interviewed individually, the guy's intelligent, he's articulate, he's great. Uh, Gilbert Melendez... He's literally a Fox News announcer, right? He hops on the <laughs> mic and he like you know, gives the analysis of fights we just saw or are about to see. And then you put them next to the Diaz brothers and all of a sudden they're fucking starring in Oz. <laughs> and they're just like fighting, jumping and throwing bottles and shit and flipping the bird. And, and I'm just like, what, what happened? Like, wh- why are you so crazy? That's what they do. Good fight, though. I, I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Fight of the yeah. Year candidate. I was very excited. Yeah, clearly, right? Yeah, we got we got a little more to go. I want to see um, candidate. Um, Joe fights in a week. Oh, who's he fighting? Uh, Jim Miller again. Yeah. So, do you remember? If I don't know, that was the one where Joe got cut on the forehead in the first round, bled like crazy. Next two rounds were pretty much tied. He lost first round. Next two rounds were pretty much tied, and that that's not just me. The judges actually disagreed on who won rounds two and three. But they all agreed Joe lost round one, so uh, Jim Miller got the decision. Fight of the year, fight of the night, fight of the everything, and they're running it back again. So here we go. Joe's coming Let's off. Let's go, Joe. A huge win. He beat Diego Sanchez. Diego, like Diaz, is one of those guys that just never gets knocked out, takes a ton of damage. But um, somehow, like, every punch Joe threw landed on the button. And it was just... Yeah, I hate to uh, I hate to jinx it, but he, if uh, I feel like if Joe wins this fight, I don't know, he goes up a little, uh, uh, he, he gets bumped up in the world of fighters just a little bit. I, I feel yeah. I feel like he goes to like a different level, like 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 a, a whole other step above where he is right now, uh, as far as maybe his rankings or uh, how he's regarded, especially beating someone who beat him, um, you know, five fights ago or something, and in that period of time, he's won like four out of five or something. So yeah, he'll get a chance to run it back. Um, yeah, so, ah, God, I, I always get nervous for Joe's fights. Yeah, of course, I, big pressure fight. Yeah, they're all big pressure fights. They're all big pressure they're fights, all, yeah, sure. Dude, yeah. fighting is such a hard living. 
It's I'm, oh yeah. yeah. I said that the other night. I was like, I would not want this fucking job. Oh. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. He doesn't want to be out there. Why is he out there? I am so emotionally oh. invested in Joe's fights. Like I, I sit there. Like when he fought Diego, I was like, can I help him somehow? No, no. I think I'd just be more trouble than I'm worth. <laughs> I think he's better in a one v one than a two v one. Let me put you in a little scenario here. You are the hot dog stand guy at mm. the event. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Miller needs a quick bite before the fight. He comes mm. by your hot dog stand. He says, hey, give me two chili dogs. I'll be right back. He walks away, puts his $5 down. You have a moment there to do something to Jim Miller's hot dogs. You, you could give Jim Miller food poisoning right now. Do you, do you wipe a little bit of poop on Jim Miller's hot dog? Yes, yes. Actually, so one, yes, Joe, I'll give you the hookup. I'm on your side. Two, my original idea was X-Lax in the chili dog, but I think somehow that hurts Joe. I think I'd fuck it up. Like, thanks, Woody. Now my opponent shit on me. Like, you know, I'm glad you can help with that. He's like Toby on a, on a, uh, the office. He's like, oh, I'm so regular normally. Normally, I feel like I got a big load of shit before the fight. I'm all constipated from cutting weight, but man, I feel so lightweight today. Oh, ass! <laughs> but yeah, you give him food poisoning. Yeah, I, I think I would do that. You know, and I wouldn't tell anybody. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want anyone else to know. But I, I, if I could give Joe that little bit of a, yeah. I guess I'd you know put my finger in my butthole, get a little poop, and, and put that on the hot dog. You know, you got to come up with some food poisoning in a pinch. I guess I'm, that's that's where you go. I, I hear you. I'm not sure my poop is really potent enough to to. Uh, it's just like rattlesnake venom. Just a little bit will get you. Huh. Well, who knew? I mean, that's what food poisoning is most of the time from what I understand. You know, it's obviously if you get salmonella, that's a whole other animal. But a lot of the times it's just like human or animal feces that's gotten into your food that gives you that food poisoning that lasts for like a day and a half where you're shitting and vomiting and it's just obnoxious and awful. That's usually someone who like didn't wash their hands and their poop got in your food. I I always thought so it if was anyone somebody a little poisoning. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought it was like food that was left out. You know, like it was typically improperly stored somewhere in its life cycle between yeah. creation a, and us. That's definitely one way you can get food poisoned. Uh, I know salmonella is when it's chicken, and and uh, I've definitely gotten a few. I've gotten it so many times. I, I, there was a year where I got it three times in like the fall. Like I remember getting it in Seattle, getting it in Boston, and getting it twice here, like at home uh, from the same place. You would, I'll, I'll never go to Sonic again hmm. um, because I got food poisoning twice there in one month. There's uh, interesting stuff in the Minecraft world right now. I thought it was kind of. I, I saw something about Mojang's YouTube channel. Is it related to that? Uh, that did happen also. So Mojang's YouTube channel is back now, but it got copyright claim for a night. Um, I don't know what the scoop was. They don't even know who did it, but it took them a night to get their channel back up. Uh, Mojang's tweeting pictures of their gold play button in the trash can and shit like that. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but that's it. So there's another server called Arkham Network. Uh, it's a real big popular server. One of the top three in the world top five in the world for sure and uh um so pay to win is by far the most profitable model in minecraft right it, people are more likely to buy stuff when it helps them play in game uh, players tend to revolt against that but you know those are players who don't pay anything so like it, it whatever <laughs> you know they're trying to make money well 
Mojang made anything that can help you in game not okay to sell. And you know, they've had that idea for a while, but they only started enforcing it, whatever, six months ago or something like that. So a lot of servers had to kind of clean up their store. I know Woodycraft has shut off its store and um, and stop selling things that help you in game. Now you can only have like, I don't know, hats and fucking animals that follow you. Uh, you can leave a trail of rainbow sprinkles when you walk or something. Uh, mm. Yeah, right? So less people buy that, you know, as opposed to like, oh, here's a, shor- a sword that will fuck people's shit up. Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um... Arkham Network switched back to their old store. Mojang blacklisted them, so you can't get to their stuff. They have that workaround. They're giving away free ranks to people that download their special installer, which will get around Mojang's blacklist. And someone is really going toe-to-toe with their dukes up, like, fuck Uh, you, Mojang. what's going on here. Somebody's got a big fucking bank account, and they just don't give a fuck. That's great. Yes. That's great. Somebody's standing up for the little man and saying, fuck you, Mojang. You made the game, but you don't own it forever and ever and ever. Uh, and and they're, they're doing their own thing. I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah. So I, I'm following it like just very intently. And, and, and so the launcher, what happens is um, the launcher is how they blacklist servers. It's it, mm-hmm. now, If you've joined Minecraft, you see you add a little server to your list, and it says this many players are on it, and this is what it's called. And um, they're writing their own launcher, but why would you want to use the launcher that like Arkham wrote? Well, they give you a free rank, so every day you get. I'm making it up, but swords and armor and shit like that. Not only do they give you a free rank, but now you get to exist once more in an ecosystem that allows you to purchase things and play the pay-to-win, uh, mm-hmm. play in the pay-to-win landscape, which is what people enjoy. It's fun. It's addictive. It, it's great. Yeah. I, 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 this is really cool. I, I'm glad somebody did this. So the launcher was the only thing holding them back. Well, Mojang says I, in their next game update, they're going to fuck up custom launchers or something. So now there's this sure. war well, going we'll go back, back, and back and forth. Back and forth with that, I would say. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not like we're writing in some sort of language no one's ever ever heard of before. Let me ask you this, because I don't know anything about it. How difficult, how time-consuming and or expensive was it for them to create this launcher? I suspect it was pretty straightforward. I suspect oh, they just decompiled well, it. Like... You know, what would you know what would be change. smart mm-hmm. if if whoever created that launcher made it made a bunch of them said, hey, anybody else want one of these? They're free. Whoever you know, Woodycraft, you want one? Sure, get back in business. Yeah, you know, to everyone. Let's Put your players it, on it because if all the Woodycraft players can suddenly also use Arkham, like that's a win-win for everyone, right? Like, it, but the thing is, it's not legal, right? Like, so Mojang wrote this launcher. And then Arkham, I would assume, I could be off on this, decompiled it, made a quick change, and then sent out a copy. You can't do that. Like, you know, when Mojang wrote that launcher, it wasn't open source. It's not like anyone can just take your code, change it, and redistribute it for free. So does the illegal part come into play when they decompile it and and literally rip off their their it's work? It's the distributing or it, it, especially. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: If they started from scratch and did their own thing and just created their own launcher without any sort of, uh, you know, right, without yeah. any knowledge, without of using what they, their election intellectual without property, without using theirs, yeah, would that be legal? Because it seems like you know their intent, no matter how you skin the cat, is to 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 fuck o- fuck over Mojang and what Mojang wants, right, with their intellectual property. So it seems like no matter how you go about doing it, you're kind of doing something bad. 
Yeah, when it gets to if they started from scratch, would it be okay? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that, that's where it gets past. My and then again, by okay, who, like, who like, stole the, code? Just so, real quick. Yeah. So here's a catch up. Uh, there's a Minecraft server called Arkham Network. They when Mojang made it so you couldn't do pay to win. They tried living in Mojang's rules, discovered there really wasn't enough money to be made there, and went back. Mojang has the ability to blacklist it so people can't join their server anymore. And now they wrote a custom launcher, which is like the mechanism they use in the blacklist, mm -hmm. so that Mojang can't blacklist them anymore. And they're giving away like free things on their server if you switch from Mojang's launcher to Arkham's. And I thought it was really interesting to like someone's going toe to toe. Someone's like, this is my golden goose and it is not dying easily. We're going to keep this thing going as long as we can and Great. we'll see. Yeah, I, I watch all this stuff and it kind of reaffirms my decision to get out of the business. I'm like, yeah, you know, they're blacklisting people. They're, there's fights. There's this. There's that. We had declining playing counts, player counts anyway. Like, ah. Keep all your nonsense. I'm done. Yeah, you're, you're jumping out of that train car right before it pulls into the station with two big bags of loot. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not waiting for the police. These guys are trying to, you know, scrounge up more coins before the, the officers run in. The constable, yeah. if you will. And, <laughs> and you know, they're going to get fucked for it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm there dressed like the Hamburglar. Like, I'm going to be out. everybody. You're the guy, like, in the movie where, like, they arrest the guy that you didn't like on the train and you walk by on the, the platform and you... You see him on the ground he's like like his head down and you're just walking by you know nice clothes you got a big bag of money and you're just i'm imagining probably not accurate i like it though yeah yeah so so i don't know how it's gonna work out for him but i'm watching i'm like wow this this got really interesting lately so we'll see arkham's blacklisted there's a srv hack they're doing now anyway it's a they're going back and forth. They're fighting. We'll see. I think uh, I think I'm gonna make a gaming video this weekend. You wanna you wanna play some uh, Company of Heroes or something, Taylor? Make a video. Sure. Yeah. I uh, I I find I found my uh, the 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 email or and the, uh, the 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 email reset information for my uh, my gaming channel. So I got get all that squared away. Oh. I don't know what I want to do. This is Company of FPS. Heroes Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize um, you lost the. Stuff I'm there. always losing stuff like that. Yeah. Um gotta go last pass. I I should do that. You're absolutely right. Uh Kitty and I were discussing something like that just today cuz I don't, you know, she's the one who had to help me find it. Um but yeah, I don't know what we could do Company of Heroes or we could do Civ or we could do um maybe some kind of a game where uh I I think that game where it's like keep talking or and nobody explodes um uh, that bomb defusal game. Uh, I think that that's of a nature that you could have it on your computer and like walk me through the bomb defusal, and I would be in VR, so like actually defusing the bomb and doing stuff. So that might be interesting. I think that I think that game's only eight dollars. As a I'm viewer, I'm down for trying yeah. Civ this weekend, so I will give it a go. Hopefully, I have I enjoy it and have fun. I just my request for the first game is that. I want it to be whatever the shortest format is because just like every game, I guarantee, like if we play like a long, like seven hour game, I guarantee I'm going to get into the like four hours in. And I'll be like, okay, well, now that I know this shit, if I were to go back, I'd play yeah. it totally differently. So I don't want to get caught like two and a half hours into a game where I'm already fucked beyond belief when I'd rather just play like a three hour game, maybe realize all my mistakes and then they'd start another play one. same team yeah. taylor you just play the same team with kyle and see how he likes to start and you know the, the thought process that he makes as you guys build stuff together 
Okay, I'll do. Yeah, that's a better idea. I'd rather. I'd probably rather not play against you. Right. In the first one, because yeah, you, no. you're going to be telling me what to do, and you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, invest in lima beans." You know, <laughs> that's where you get your economy going while you're building archers. Did you build and... your jolly green giant and your sprout? <laughs> They're going to come in handy in the later rounds. And I'm building catapults and stuff. I played today. I played uh, for I guess four hours today and just played single player, um, and, and got a got a game in. I, I needed to refresh myself on everything that is that game i think i'm good to go now what do you play uh, as like what civ what civilization do you play as so the best civ is poland um uh and then Korea's good and there's two or three others that that i like that are good japan's pretty fun depending there's they're more there are some that are more situational and there are some that are more all around good and there are some that are um very specific and skewed toward a very certain play style or a certain goal that you're trying to achieve in the game but honestly, now I play on random because it's not fair to like let me pick. Because I'm just gonna pick Poland every time, and, and they're a bit unfair. What's Poland's advantage? What do they do well? They get an extra social policy um, every era, which over the course of the game accrues to a a, a big advantage. It's what a does lot social of social policy mean. Just a quick, like an example of one, I guess. You earn you earn culture points. It's just like you earn gold and a number of other things throughout the game. And the amount of culture you get per turn is dependent on buildings you've built and other factors. But you use this culture once it's accrued to unlock cultural policies for your civilization. Things like um, um, I can't think of one specifically. It, basically. Um, uh, one of them will like help you build uh, monuments fast, or help you build great wonders faster. Um, each one of them is like a bonus um, for your civilization. In okay, so it's kind of like, all right, so you get a cultural. So now this culture enjoys, you know, building legacies for themselves through monuments more, and so they yes. can do that a little faster. Now yeah, this culture so appreciates healthcare a little more. Yeah, and you, you select lots of them, and they're one of them is uh, tradition, one of them is liberty, and so you unlock the tenets of of the lib of the cultural policy of liberty, and it, it gives you certain advantages based on whether you want uh, cult, uh, tra the traditional culture culture tree is more for um, one or two or three city empire, like a sm like if you're building tall rather than wide. So two or three really powerful cities, and then the Liberty Tree is more skewed toward go going wide. So it has uh, bonuses like every city gets 3% more production, and that doesn't mean anything if you've only got one city. But if you've got 30 cities, and all of a sudden 30 it's cities big, get 3% yeah. big. Um, so Can you get bad cultural things? Like if it's just like, uh, oh, sh God damn it, took a roll, and now we're oh, a no. culture of female genital mutilation. No, it'll never be a negative. It, it, but but sometimes it'll be such a poor choice that it's it kind of serves as a negative because the other guy will pick a good one that will be advantageous to him right here and now, and you'll pick one that just doesn't fucking help you very much. Some of them are just better than others. Um, I don't know how we got to talking about the culture stuff. Of this, yeah, I was just asking about it because you said that Poland was overpowered, and you're explaining yeah. why. So, so Korea those... is the one you recommend if I want to actually learn not with a cheap, quote-unquote, a cheap civilization, uh, as I'm the, sure all the kids call it. Off the top of my head, maybe. Uh, or po Poland would be good, too. Poland's really balanced because they kind of have that... Um, their bonus is uh, sort of an involuntary thing. It's in the background. It just happens. You don't have to take advantage of it, really. Um, and yeah, but got I don't want to learn on, like, a sieve that everybody understands is, like, so easy that it isn't even that like it's pointless learning you know like if i learn on civ 5 on poland 
and then I try Civ six. Wait, are we are we playing Civ? You five might or be overestimate overestimating five. how unbalanced it is. I mean, Poland's I not think so, automatic win Maybe or anything. I, I play. I think it's Greece or Rome because there. Yeah. If you play wide, which means lots of cities, then you don't fall into the happiness hole quite as easily. Um. Yeah. He, you usually play Rome, and, Rome. and the, they are pretty good. Um, the happiness thing is something that, that you never quite perfected, but there are definitely ways to, like, that's not a concern. I never go unhappy anymore. Like, you've just got to, like, keep that in mind. Yeah. It's, it's got to be... aggressive civilization that, like, like, the Mongols or something, where Zulu. it's just all about, like, the yeah. Zulu are? Yeah, yeah. The Zulu or Genghis, or, uh, or Genghis Khan, one. Uh, one of those. Who gets highlights? Um, that's that the Greeks, Greeks. and the and Greeks. that's what I was about to say. The, the the Greeks are very scary to deal with. Uh, their their early military is uh, really powerful, and they he's it's Alexander the Great. So all the city states love him because he just like stands over there and does his Gaston pose and like <laughs> blows the kisses, and they're like oh, and they and so city state relationships are important in the game. City states are like these one. It's it's uh, it's this independent city state out there in the world, and and they have a relationship bar with you, where they either hate your guts or they love you and and are endeared toward you, and you've got to bribe, beg, steal, and you know, to curry favor with them, and it's just much easier for Alexander to do that. That's the gameplay that Chiz plays. Chiz plays mm. like a fucking Jew. Who does he play? Right? Chiz plays Jewish? as. <laughs> no, no. If they, oh, oh, if if Israel were in there, they, uh, that's who I'd play as. I, I, I'd definitely play as Israel. Get get my get my yeah, endless supply plays. of nukes from the United States. Or so, whatever. like every other method of playing, when you're going for like a technological or domination victory or whatever, is real kind of upfront. Like you can see, Kyle is a trying to achieve this, and then the other one is a sneaky spy, like slip money to people and win an election, like it through like through. Through means that, that Hillary would be embarrassed by. And it's that's awful. Chiz's style every fucking time. <laughs> Chiz beat me. Chiz, like, like Chiz will tell you that like on the marker board or wherever, like he's way ahead, and he probably is. Because there was this period of time where Chiz just beat me every night, and I wasn't figuring it out. I, I, I was just like, and I, honestly, I was just stubborn. What he does is he makes friends with all the city-states, and then there's this, they, they form a world government about three-quarters of the way through the game, maybe six-tenths of the way through the game, something like that. And he curries favor with, with enough people that when he votes, they vote with him. And when he's got enough votes, he just elects himself leader of Earth. And everybody says, okay, and it just announces to you, his enemy, that the game is fucking over. We all voted. We decided you were a bitch and that Chiz was the winner and it's game over. And meanwhile, I'm over here with like this big army that I've invested time and effort and I really tried hard to, to form it perfectly and efficiently and it's marching on planet Chiz, you know, step by step, this army of doom. And then it just says, hey, Kyle, you lost. That, does, that lost sounds like the over. least fun way to win a game. Like uh, how, it's the least wait, fun so way to you, lose a game. Are you tricking <laughs> AI? So no, 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 it's no. a legitimate strategy. No, I, I believe you, but he's getting AI city states to ally with him, right? Yes. And so yes. basically, he is just fooling a bunch of idiot computer AI by giving them beans Let or me lay rice this out or whatever. There. Yes. He's giving he, what he's he has a strong enough economy to buy favor with the AI, and he wins via election. So. It's not like he's not doing anything right. You know, he has to have an economy good enough 
to bribe these city-states. And if Kyle yeah. was uh, more hip to that aspect of the game at the time, he might have tried bribing them and you know did a little yes. block that punt. But the thing uh, yeah, is, I bet it's a real strategy. I'm just saying I don't want to play a game about conquering the world unless there's an actual kind of conquering. Like, I don't want this to be eight hours of... Uh, making you know shrewd business deals with an AI partner, like oh god damn it, Churchill, you are a shrewd bastard. But I will <laughs> you, give you your gold bars. You or whatever can win the hell by is. military victory, which is the one I think you're most interested in at this point. That's what I want to do. Yeah. You can win by technological victory, where you get your plant, your civilization to inhabit another planet. You can win by cultural victory, where your people are so happy and you've got so many monuments and shit like that that that. Happy was the wrong term to use, but you know you have so many cultural points you win, and then you can you, win you, you by over influence the rest. The work, the rest of the world is basically influenced by your powerful culture. Everybody's wearing your blue jeans and listening to your music. So in effect, you conquered them culturally. And then the last one is this uh, world election thing. What is it called again? A dipl diplomatic victory. A dipl diplomatic victory, and that is the one that, for some reason, we all agree, and I agree too. It is kind of the bitchiest, like. It's less in your face. It's a surprise loss. You know, you're like, oh, really? It's very frustrating. Yeah. And, and then the other thing is because he's allied with these like 20 city states who are like these island nations all around the globe that nobody really bothers. You just want to trade with them and be partners with them for the most part. All of a sudden when he declares war on you, all of them declare war on you. And it's not like they send their armies to you efficiently and in order. They don't at all. But they just create these paths of resistance, these bubbles of resistance throughout the world that you're like, oh, shit. Well, let's just go around all that. I don't even want to go through that bullshit. That guy built 15 pirate ships. He built 15 pirate ships for no goddamn reason because he was just <laughs> on an island and he couldn't build anything else. If he built a soldier, he'd just fall into the water. So he just got like a big pot of pirate ships and you're just like, fuck, I can't get the chiz in time because there's 15 goddamn pirate ships that he's allied with. Because he had an extra grand to That to doesn't bribe sound him. like a fun way to play at all. Because oh, then you're not. just basically using AI as a fake. <laughs> That's like when we would play Age of Mythology and we'd have like an AI ally. Sometimes they'd be like you could put their demeanor to random. And sometimes they would be defensive. And they take defensive to the fucking extreme in the <laughs> AI in Age of Mythology. Because like if we ever were in trouble, because me and Kyle would play like 3v5 or whatever, and they marched in and they really fucked with my base or something, if they just go a little bit over to the Allies base late game, every unit that that ally has made all game is right there. <laughs> it's right there. They didn't. They got just giants and soldiers just hanging out. And so when they walk over, like they've been defeated a bit by me. And then that AI turns around and through no genius of its own, just waltzes over and just beats the shit out of the remaining units, like that. And then as the person attacking, you're a real person. You're like this is bullshit. Any real person would have moved these units. They wouldn't have built all this and just left it here to rot. And yeah. so it's aggravating in its own way because it's like a real person would never play like that. And so it. It lessens the actual victory, I would think. I, I hear you keep saying that, but I feel like you have to remember that like, part of this game is destroying your enemy's beautiful sandcastle. And if you fuck it up in a way that especially discourages him and really makes him sad, <laughs> it's much better, right? Yeah, there's an aspect <laughs> in the game called pillaging, and some units do it better than others. And, and because it's turn-based, you got to think of each unit almost like a, a pawn or a rook. They have different movement abilities, how many movements they can make at once, and through different terrain, you, you move through differently. Hills, rivers, and forests slow you down. You can move fewer moves, moves through that kind of terrain. But some units are, are able to, to go in, attack, and then retreat a little bit. 
the uh, companion cavalry that the Greeks have is like that, and it's it's wildly. Um, and but and then some. Hmm. It's like turned this grove of bananas into an orchard of bananas. Moving upon it. With And, and 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 hey guys, I I don't know if you know, but the the thing is freezing. I I ran a ping here to see if maybe it was my network because I'm having trouble with both of you at the same time, but my network is fine. So I'm not. I guess it's Skype. And maybe I just got you back now. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I got you. Sorry now about I do. that. I, I checked my network and it, like it's, it says it's great. I don't know why that was happening. So that sucks. Yeah, but it's a, it's a very fun game to play. There's lots of different ways to play it, and uh, the dipl the diplomat will, di we'll probably disable that because I hate it so much. But it is fun to always have that scientific victory kind of in your back pocket, so that if he's built up wall upon wall upon wall of defense, or maybe there's three of them allied against you and your buddy. You're like, you know what, let's sit back and build our spaceship and go to Alpha Centauri and beat them that way. It's nice to have those other routes to go in case the enemy just plays as an asshole. Plus, there's some neat graphics in the tech win. Like, yeah. dude, the whole game, the graphics are, like, rooted in the 90s. And then, you know, like, what? Holy shit, there's, like, spaceships in this game? CGI. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> holy cow, like, yeah, they, they did a thing. So, yeah, call it I a will rap. say, like... Oh. Um, I was just going to throw this in there. Um, I, I turned up the settings to max because I haven't been playing Civ on my, my new gaming PC or whatever uh, since I got it. Um, and, and it's much nicer. Everything sparkles. Oh, and Chiz ordered his gaming uh, stuff. It'll be here Thursday or Friday, so we'll have it together that night. So uh, Chiz got himself an upgraded like 1080 graphics card and uh, some other stuff. I don't think he, it wasn't, it's not full build. You know, he's utilizing his old PC. I think he's got a new GPU, maybe a new motherboard. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, and if you want to play Civ with us, uh, join the PKA Steam group. Uh, it's it's on Steam and all, you know. It's and and you know PKA. we're gonna. Yeah, I think it's just PKA Steam group. It's it's one of the four gr uh, Steam groups that I'm a member of. And yeah, I think we're gonna be playing some this weekend. Probably Civ, but maybe some other stuff. Very yeah, good. I'm down to play whatever. All right, PKN episode 106. See ya.